Hey, hey, hey! Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions. Lainey Friedrich here. It is Thursday, and Thursday in Grow Your Advocacy, we focus on the self-care category of lifelong learning. So we're going to continue on with that theme today. So people think, and I thought, that lifelong learning has to be very formal, very structured. You have to take class, you have to get certified, you know, you have to have a, a starting point and some end goal of, oh, by the end of it, I want to know this much or I want to um, have this kind of understanding or have an outline of what I want to cover. And I just want to provide some examples of ways that that does not have to be the case. You can just, you know, when you feel like you want more information. For me, here are three examples. One, learning recently about Ho'oponopono and that energy practice and that energy technique. I started looking up videos online to look up, um, you know, more information, interviews with the people who teach that and things like that. So I've spent uh, time doing that and to the point where you know, I felt like, okay, I am almost done with all the videos. Once I get through with the videos, then do I want to get a certification? And I looked online today to see what certifications there are out there. And so now I know do I, if I want to take it to that next level um, and just instead of getting information about it, do I want to learn how to be a practitioner of it? Um, so that's one example where I just went and I watched some videos. Second example is the national popular vote. And those of you that have been uh, watching my videos and listening to this Couch to 5A podcast for some time know that's my Laney Goes to Lansing story. And I had to step back from the national popular vote, interstate compact, national popular vote, interstate compact campaign because I needed to focus on self-care and um, my businesses for a little while instead. And so I haven't done very much with that. I've been doing a little bit, little bit, little bit. Well, anyway, one of the things that I've started doing again, I had done this um, earlier in the year, is take one myth out of the book, which is actually on their website as well, National Popular Votes website as well, and take that one myth and write the explanation that kind of busts the myth on our Facebook page for the Michigan campaign with a cute little picture from Pixabay that um, applies to it. So every day that I do that, I learn a little bit more about a myth and then the um, counter facts um, that negate that myth. So that's one way that just by having this practice of this part of my volunteering um, throughout the week and tithing of my time and my talent, although there's not much talent in that other than being able to post on Facebook, um, but my, tithing my time to that, that organization, I learn every day. I learn a little bit more, and it's interesting to see the questions people ask and um, clarification needed and things like that. So that's uh, example number two. Example number three, um, one of the groups that I volunteered with before, um, Voters Not Politicians, uh, they, um, one of the organizers put a post out there this week about asking people about like, you know, voter participation. One of the key things that keeps coming up with fair representation here in Michigan specifically 
is the idea of term limits because in our legislature, Michigan has some of the most restrictive term limits, has the most restrictive in the country. And they were asking like, what do you think of it? Do you think it helps? Do you think it harms? Blah, 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 blah. And so for me, it was interesting to me because I've heard some talk about term limits um, from a Michigan state legislator whom I really admire. And I, so it caught my attention. Oh, this is something that, you know, I find interesting and I'm curious to see what, to read what other people have written. So there was a lot of great information and some people were linking to um, seminars that had been done on that and um, workshops and things like that. So I didn't feel the need or the desire or want to commit the time to watch these lengthy you know, additional things. It was just interesting for me to read the comments that people had about um, not liking term limits. If we do it, it should be longer or maybe have a lifetime limit, like 20 years or something for people. Um, and just, you know, here's what it was supposed to fix. Here's what it didn't fix and blah, blah, blah. It was just, it was interesting to me. So I read through all those posts and I didn't want to take it down. I didn't want to continue down that path because it wasn't of further interest to me. Whereas in example number one that I mentioned, the whole Pono Pono, I'm thinking ahead to be like, maybe down the road, I might want to take that and follow that a little bit farther. Um, and then the national popular vote myths, I mean, once I get through, there's hundreds of them listed in the book. So it'll take me like the whole rest of the year to get through all the myths. And so once I get done with that, I don't know where I'll take it from that point. Um, so, you know, one of the reasons I've been trying to follow these um, interests of mine at least a little bit and, you know, find out a little bit more about things is because I feel like I'm out of the loop on many topics. And I don't know how many of you feel guilty, like, oh my gosh, I wish I knew more about this and that and the other thing. And people start talking about it with more expertise and I can't really counter anything. And, you know, my boyfriend is a um, the Republican and so, you know, he'll throw stuff out there. And I don't, you know, he's more up to date on certain things because he reads more about it because it's of interest to him. So he reads a lot more about it than I do. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to focus. Uh, the reason I, I just sort of stopped looking at a lot of things is because it, it just gets overwhelming to me and it feels tedious, but I should say, especially, but only when it's topics that are not of interest to me that I am not curious about. It, it's boring to me. It's really like, why, this is painful, why am I spending any of my time and attention on this? And so I realized that I need to follow the Yellow Bliss Road that I teach people, follow the Yellow Bliss Road in your life about follow, you know, the steps that make you feel more alive and make you feel more energized and are of interest and exciting to you. And the same thing is with learning about things, learning about topics, general topics around us and topics that come to our attention. And so my plan is to feed my curiosity for as long as it feels fun. And like I mentioned with the Ho'oponopono, um, I got through uh, about halfway through the videos and I'll finish the videos. And that's about as far as I want to take it at the moment. And I know that there are next steps with the National Popular Vote Miss. I have fun doing it every day and coming up with the cute pictures and learning a little bit about it every day, even if some of the stuff is really cerebral. It's just it's just enough that I feel like, oh, that's 
that's of interest and I like the practice and I like that that's, you know, my time um, contribution to the campaign. And then uh, the topic of Michigan term limits, I went about as far as I wanted to go with that one. That's it. I don't feel like I need to get into that anymore. It sounds like it's been a bad idea. It hasn't had the effect. I mean, that's enough for me to know um, that I have now an opinion based on that information on term limits in Michigan. And that's that's good enough. So I don't have to follow that. That It's not blissful for me to follow that path anymore. And what I found with these three different examples is that some people may question my comments, like someone questioned or they had questions about one of the myths that I had posted at National Popular Vote. Um, and so I reached out to one of the subject matter experts on that topic so that she could answer the question, which she did very quickly, which was great because I, you know, if I give my opinion about something, like I did put my opinion about term limits, um, it's, you know, it's just, I can feel validated that my opinion is just my opinion. A lot of times with the vegan um, Facebook groups, I give my opinion on things and there's all, oh, people have the whole spectrum of opinions and I don't really feel like, if somebody wanted to criticize it, I mean, I guess they could, but that's just my personal opinion. That's that's all I'm contributing to that. Um, yeah, I have some examples where I'm trying to think there was somebody that was questioning something that I said the other day and I was I just didn't even rebut it because I was like, eh, if they don't realize that this is just my opinion and I write to my opinion, you know, that's really their issue if they want to like butt heads about the fact that my opinion is different than their opinion. That's I I've learned that I can just brush that off. I don't I don't take that. I don't internalize that. I don't feel threatened by that. I don't feel like I have to validate it to them. I'm not going to get into some debate with someone to say like my opinion is right and your opinion is wrong. It's my opinion. So, you know, theirs is not invalid either. So, it's their opinion. Anyway, so now the bottom line is that now I do what makes me feel good moment by moment when it comes to learning about a topic. And I'm just I'm realizing that, you know, if I don't want to be an expert in something, then that's okay. That's not where I'm supposed to be. There are people who are just so excited about being an expert in a topic. And that's great. There are things that I have more expertise, greater level of expertise in. And those are the things that I want to share with people. But never, you know, I think when you become, when you really become an expert in something and really well grounded in it, you don't try to convince anybody of your um, perspective. You really just try to welcome them to it. And so that's the difference. Um, if I feel like I'm kind of teeter-tottering on like not so solid ground about something, then I will step back and, you know, maybe look up a little bit more information, get a better understanding so that once I, once I stand in my own um, position about it, it's, it's true for me. And when it's true for me, I don't feel threatened by anyone else and I don't feel like I have to convince anyone else. When people are trying to convince you of things, it's usually because, or it's, I found that it's always been, because they're not on solid footing themselves. Because people who are on solid footing, will, they, they don't feel any need to, you know, try and move you over into what they believe. So that's it for today. I hope that was helpful. 
lifelong learning, just pick things, you know, follow the yellow bliss road, be curious, you know, run with it as far as it feels fun and then stop running and be okay with it. Don't feel like, you know, don't beat yourself up about not being an expert on anything. Just be, be as knowledgeable about a topic at moment to moment as you want to be about it. And that's it. You don't have to justify it to anybody else. That's it. Hope you have a great Thursday. Namaste.